Hello and welcome to Lux the Podcast. I'm Margot Morin, America's Catholic sweetheart. And this is Stephen Antonio. And what questions do you have for me? Is that not that's not what he said? <laughs> what are you looking for? What are you looking for? <laughs> Shoot. Oh well, that's so. Me. In the story, you're Jesus. Is that correct? Oh, always. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Lux yes. the Podcast. Welcome. We do this every week. For what reason? I don't know, but we... I, you know, I, I'm getting a lot of benefits from it. Are you? So, and, you know, we last month we had a great live That's uh, true. thing. That's true. That's true. That was really nice. Yeah, I mean, that, that'll give me enough power for six months. Okay. Yeah, so let's do right. it again. Yeah. Uh, yes, right. So that's why we're here. Yeah. And we, <laughs> every week, we listen to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. Yes. We understand it in new ways. Yep. Is the hope. Mm-hmm. And we weave through our experience and yours. That's the X. Yes. To, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we always start with an icebreaker. I still have some ice here. Yeah, there you go. It's very cold in here. Is it? Well, I, I feel like it's cold for oh. you. Um, I'm fine. Okay. So here are the icebreaker questions today. Yep. Tell us your favorite kind of seafood and what you would be doing if you didn't, if you weren't a minister, like what would you be doing as a career? Oh man. I'm going to say shellfish are my favorite. All seafood. of them. Most of them. Cause I was okay. thinking between clams, scallops yeah. and shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> um, okay. yeah, I'm a big fan of seafood <laughs> shellfish. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know what? I probably, I mean, I would probably be in like the IT world, maybe. Yeah. Like there's a part of me that's like in the IT world or uh, in the restaurant industry. Oh. Yeah. Like cooking. Maybe. Oh. Owning, bartending. I don't know. Okay. I do like that entertaining, like. Hosting kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And I hope I never have to um, discover that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not too. I hope not too. Um, my favorite seafood is lobster but i love kind of all of them oh okay you know yeah except for clams i don't really like clams well i'm only thinking like clam chowder yeah i like mussels but i don't like clams okay just for the record family dually kind of thing what (laughs) zoom it's from zoom family dually okay (laughs) uh oh i know what you mean yeah okay two one three four (laughs) Send it to them. And what would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? I mean, I almost had a chance to find out in the last couple of years. But, you know, teaching maybe? Yeah, I can see that. Or something? I was thinking more. um, I was washing my dishes the other day. And I was thinking, like, because I was kind of a double, a body double for my friend who has, like, ADHD. Yeah. So, just, like, literally a person... You like go to their house and you just they're there. Okay. And then they get to they like clean because they there's someone there. Like okay. It just helps them with focus. Sure. It's called bo- body doubling. Oh. And I was like I could. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I could do that, but I also can be like I help with people with organization. I know there's some people that like oh yeah help them go through the mail, yep. organize a whole big thing. Or right. Like, I could. I don't know how I would get into that, but I think I would be really good at that. Yeah. Because I love doing for others yeah so i don't have to focus on myself yeah yep <laughs> yeah so yeah oh and it's much easier to clean other people's spaces than yeah. your own right I think, I think we shouldn't clean our own places i think we should oh. have like a like oh look I, at you now you had one housekeeping no, dog I go and you're and like fancy dancy i clean someone else's home they come here and oh clean it's a swap house. yeah it's a little swap 
Huh. Okay. I feel like things will get better. You feel like more accomplished. Though. Right. Yeah. Well, think about that. Okay. Okay. So here we are in the Gospel of Mark now. Okay. Stephen. Yes. And listeners, I need to warn you that this story is the same theme, very similar to last Sunday's Gospel. Okay. Which was John, remember? Yep. It was talking about the calling of the disciples. Right. This week we're in Mark, and it's about the calling of the disciples. But... There are some differences. There are, and hope that you can spot them. That's right. This ten is ten differences in ten this images. So you can just circle them or color <laughs> them in as you find them. But we're in Mark, also in the first gospel, first chapter. I have like a block against the word chapter. Yeah, it's okay. okay. He's just on to another chapter of your life. Well. Oh, um, we're in chapter one, verses fourteen to twenty, and it sounds a little something like this. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat, mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. (laughs) Breathe, breathe. Okay, so I have questions. Hit me. So is is this after John's? Like, can we... Writing-wise, like... Yeah. uh, No? Like this story. So like... Because this story is very famous because it's the whole fisherman, right. the fisher of men. Right. But like, did they meet Jesus before? Right. And then have this story? So, good question. This is, um, where is he? Right. It's, this is telling the story in a completely different way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, it has to be a timeline. Right. Like last week. Yeah. They followed him. They had yeah. the conversation. This week, he's walking by. They're in their boats. It's possible. Yeah. But this is, Mark is the first gospel written. Oh. Okay. So John would have used this gospel as a source. Okay. And maybe written the story in a different way. Right? Well, hopefully an accurate way. Well, not accurate, like, historically, though, right? Because these two, they're telling the same stories. They're talking about the same, even the same disciples. Okay. But they're making different points about them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. All right, let me see if it says that they had met. Oh, I'm sure they had met, right? Because... It makes it yeah, a it makes story, sense. to be honest. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Because this happens after John had arrested. been arrested. Yeah, that's so how. So probably his disciples had come along with, or were looking for something to do. Yeah. Right? They're back with their families. They're fishing. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I yeah, can see the that timeline. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good because... Well done. It makes it... It just makes it... Because this... Without the previous... Last week. Yeah. This story seems like Jesus is a little magical. Yes. Yeah. But, he, but, but in this timeline, which I choose to believe. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, that this he already had a conversation with them. Right. At Four p.m. Right. And so this is something different. Right. Not which only, is yeah. Not helps only helps us as Christians. Right. 
It not only makes him seem magical, but sort of fanatical, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. He comes strolling through town and is like, repent and believe <laughs> right. in the gospel. Right. Come on, leave your nets behind yeah. in your families, well, yeah, you know, et cetera. Yeah. And if you heard the story just by itself, right. then you'd think, well, that's rash. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't do <laughs> you that. You know, like, why would they do that? Right, right. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. How, you, how do you expect me to do it? Right. 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 So uh, I just kind of did a little, a little some comparison between the gospel tellings. Oh, you did. I did. Nice. That's what I do. <laughs> there, uh, this story is told in all four gospels. Okay. So each one tells a different version of this. Yep. Each one has a different um, order of people. They're all just different. Different. Yeah. So here's where here's how it goes. Matthew has Simon and Andrew first, and then James and John. Oh. Mark, same thing. Luke has just Simon, and then James and John. Uh, John has Andrew and an unnamed person. <gasps> we heard that last week. Right. He, uh, John and uh, Andrew and the other one. <laughs> right? Lost to history. So here's a cool <laughs> thing to know about John. Okay. John the writer. Yeah. Never writes his own name. He never refers to himself by name oh and you think he's so he is in there yeah oh, yeah okay. so, the other well, one is yeah. John. so yeah that's okay. what we can guess if they're if he's being mysterious this okay. is something this is a drinking game thing oh, for okay. john for john if you notice that he talks about the beloved disciple i was gonna say is that yeah. is he the beloved yep. disciple uh, <laughs> so when he's talking about someone sort of anonymously it's him yeah so it would go calling people the beloved <laughs> <laughs> in John, it goes Andrew and John, then Simon, then Philip, then Nathaniel, aka Bartholomew. Oh, Barth. okay, yeah. Uh, um, oh, so and then Matthew, the disciple, is later in the story. Okay. So, oh, and in Luke, well, Matthew, do you remember Matthew was at the tax gate at the booth collecting taxes? Yeah, sure. So they find him later. Yeah, and then Luke has Jesus spending a night in prayer, coming down the mountain and announcing the 12 from this huge group of people who had been following him. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it's like, I give you a rose. Yeah. 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 Will you accept? <laughs> yes, exactly. But that, but that was pretty traditional back then, right? Like, um, who are they? Rabbis would have a certain number of followers. Yeah. Like close friends. Yeah. Okay. He's not a rabbi by trade though yeah right so it is a little radical what he's right. doing but it's because he's doing something culturally right not for him but that's still having 12 or having people right a close circle around you yeah yeah yeah. When yeah. you're a leader yeah but he never went to so never got the education right <laughs> he's claiming a certification that he did not earn right by human set yeah so here's how you here are the 12th Okay. And uh, here's oh how you can remember Dasher what they're... and Dancer yeah, exactly. and... Exactly. You and can remember them. <laughs> well, you can almost remember them because it's the word baptism, but instead of an I, it's a J. And there's 12 of them. Okay. So in order of that word... Can I try to guess? Sure. Bartholomew. Correct. Andrew. Yes. Peter. Nope. Paul. Nope. No. <laughs> Philip. Oh, uh, Philip. Yep. T. <laughs> Thomas. Yep. J. J. James. James. Two Jameses. Uh, James, James. Simon. But no, that. It, nope. Samuel. 
J or J. I did James. James. There's four J's. Oh, there's four J's. <laughs> That's right, because baptism is not five letters, 12 letters. <laughs> Sorry. Right, exactly. Oh, James, so there's James and James. John. John. The bad one. Oh, Judas. There's two Judases, actually. <gasps> Judai? The bad one and the good one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay, so S. S is Simon. Two Simons. Wow. One is... And then Mark. Simon, son of John. The other one is a zealot who's been working to overthrow <gasps> Rome. How about that? Ooh. And uh, Matthew. Matthew. Who works for the Roman government, ex uh, taking taxes. So he's basically a traitor to Let, there. Let's talk about this guy that wants to take over Rome. <laughs> I don't know much about him. <laughs> His name is Simon the Zealot, if you want to look him up. Simon the Zealot. Yeah. That is a cool way to remember all 12. Right? I mean, it's a, it's something. It's a way. It's a way. Oh, it's a cool way. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Just know that, again, baptism doesn't have 12 letters. That's true. <laughs> That's a helpful, helpful hint. I should have led with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So the how about 12. that? The 12. Look at them. So what do you think about, like, why tell the stories in different ways? What Does it matter that they're in different orders or what? Well, this is all coming from um, spoken memory. Mm -hmm. And if you have, I don't know, older... Um, family members who tell the same child story you're going to hear different <laughs> versions of the story you're right but it's all the same story you know there's going to be things missing there's going to be things that they want to highlight but that you but the other the sister or the brother doesn't want to highlight right yeah oh their my gosh. own experience too is different and how they felt yeah so it's that's why it's different and i think people use this though to be like well it's not accurate right in every story but it, right. it comes from oral history mm -hmm. and then it comes to those who are writing it and who they're writing it for and yeah. when they're writing it. Right. So, yeah. Oh, grasshopper. Like I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, it, To me, it doesn't, certainly doesn't bother me that things are in a different order. Yeah. Especially because I know that, right? Like, it, it, yeah. knowing that helps us kind of um, forgive the Gospels for not being accurate histories. Correct, correct. Yeah, and, and it also, for me, it helps to like, even... You know, we, we, you and I could talk about an event yeah. and tell two different stories. My my family does event. this, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Have, uh, Scott's family, I, I always tease him his yeah. fan, that his family has 14 stories. <laughs> and they just rotate through them all. Oh my gosh, it is true with Italians, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And sometimes we're at the dinner table and I'm like, oh, this is an hour seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the... Just out of bingo. <laughs> A 24 bingo. Yeah, so. <laughs> so it is funny how families yeah. tell this story. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it, it is funny. Uh, I have a little, little bit of a, a note here. So it does. It says Jesus. Uh, so G, the fishermen didn't, in this story, know Jesus before they decided to follow him. Like, it's written so that they, like, saw him. He said, come on. Yes, okay. They jumped out of their boats, okay. left their whole families behind. Yeah, instantly. Right. Uh, but they came to know him by walking and living alongside him. Okay. Uh, Again, yeah. what we said last week. Has your relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. changed over time? Oh, yeah. How? Well, it used to be, um, like, a, um, well, it used to be more god focused okay and more like i'm a man in control so like making sure i pray so I like do santa this. yeah yeah like um if i do this this and this and i'll get this this and that 
Yeah. And then became more more about Jesus and more relationship Jesus. And then it's just that has really grown too yeah. of just like what it means to be in a relationship in this with the spirit as well. Yeah. Uh, HS. Yeah. I don't I even though I was raised in the seventies. Yeah. I don't remember hearing I mean, obviously we heard a lot about Jesus, but it was we were we I prayed specifically to God the Father. Yep. I had a really happy happy relationship with my father so it was an easy thing to be like go straight to the top kind of thing right um but i it's only through these gospel like studying the gospel and talking about jesus in this way that i'm starting to understand jesus yeah and have a relationship with him yeah because it just wasn't it he just wasn't my focus he wasn't my way into the conversation it's not common to talk about <laughs> well that's true in the catholic way it's all about the the, the teachings of the church right not necessarily a teacher yeah gosh i hope we're changing about oh that. i am one <laughs> parish at a time yeah yeah uh i have a quote for you <laughs> the two verbs in the second part of jesus's proclamation are present tense imperatives Mm. got it (laughs) got it got it that implies continued or repeated actions so he's saying in in a strict translation he's saying keep on repenting keep on believing keep on keep on keep on keeping on yeah that's a brady's song that's right (laughs) you know what it makes me think of the muppets keep believing keep pretending to remember that no the muppet movie no Life is a movie. Write your own ending. Keep believing. Keep pretending we have done what we set out to do. Wow. No, this keeps this reminds me of the Brady Bunch movie. Yeah. It's like keep on, keep on, keep on, keep on. It's <laughs> all through the, the night. night. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I need to watch the Muppet movie then. Oh my gosh. Yes. I used you to watch I used to watch it as a kid. I loved Rainbow Connection. Yeah. So I used to sing it as a kid. Yeah. But I've never as an adult. Oh. Or teen or adolescent it's time yeah i think so i do love the muppets so keep on believing yep present repenting yeah repent and believe are not like a door that we pass through once like i repented and i believed so now i'm in the kingdom rather they are what if i'm saved an ongoing yes you are an ongoing lifestyle of the people to whom the rule of god has come near so I think that's interesting that I know you like the word source stuff. Yes. I love right? it. And I, I think it's kind of fascinating that he's like, let's keep going. Yeah. Like he's saying to them, you know, we, we imagine he's saying like, stop what you're doing. Yep. Start repenting, start yeah. believing. And he says the kingdom is near, right? Has right. come near to me. That means he is the embodiment of the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And he is literally near. Yeah. So he's saying to them, like, keep believing, keep yeah. coming, keep going. We'll walk together. Right. I was thinking about how last, like the theme for Matthew's gospel was hang in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we talked a lot about Mark in our live show. Yeah. And how it was written, like, just as things were starting to get very, very bad. Right. For the Jews and the Mess- Messianic Christians. Yeah. And I was thinking the theme for this gospel might be here, here go hell come. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here go hell, hell come. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like things are about to get crazy. Yeah, right. I love so, that. Yeah. I love that. So Mark writing this to his people, like mm-hmm. 
maybe he thinks I had a I think this was your theory. Maybe he's like, I got to get this written yeah. before here go hell come. Yeah. I feel like he's writing this between like escaping and hiding. And, yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that. that. And so he's saying, keep believing, yeah. keep pretending like the kingdom is near. But that is something, again, that is not <sighs> talked about. I mean, maybe it is and I'm just not listening, but like, <laughs> oh, I didn't listen back then. But it, it faith sometimes is presented like, just got to do it. And then everything is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you just got to do these four steps. Right. And the, the world's your oyster. Right. I stopped smoking. Yeah. I stopped murdering people. Right. But it's really about, like, con- yeah, that the action words. It needs to be a continuous action. Yeah. Because, not because you're a sinner. No. Not because you're the worst. Yeah. It's because you grow. Right. You can't just water a plant once. Right. And expect it to have all the water it needs to That's- grow. That's beautiful, Stephen. I don't even like growing. I don't even like... <laughs> no, no, go with it. It's good. <laughs> keep believing. Keep pretending. <laughs> There's a lot in Greek that's like present tense. Like, yeah. keep going, keep going. I like Keep that. doing this. And I kind of love that. What if he's writing it to himself? Oh, what a great theory. Yeah. Like an encouragement Ooh. for himself. Because we in ministry, we we give a lot, but we also receive a lot. Yeah. I wonder if that's happening. Oh, I love that. I'm just like, I don't know why I'm here. Like, imagine him writing. I need to look what Chosen does, but I need to like, (laughs) like there's bombs going off around him and he's like writing on something. Yeah. Yeah, On parchment. Yes. On parchment. With a feather. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the British are here. The British are coming. (laughs) And then there's Kermit and Fozzie and they all sing. And then Jane. They're like, okay, Jane. What is it? What's that? Jane, because the Brady Bunch. Oh, Jan. 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 What is the? What's the meme? Is it okay, Jan? Oh, sure, Jan. (laughs) Amazing. I think we've we've pulled this all totally together. We've linked all our times as one. Right. Do you have any last thoughts about this gospel, or even the last two? Really, I I feel like I'm going to really enjoy Mark. Yeah. Because I love to compare. So comparing Mark, it could have been anything. And I would have loved comparing it to Matthew of last year. Okay. Uh, so that's just given. But I, I think I like the immediacy. And I like that he's writing to Gentiles who believe in Christ mm-hmm. rather than the Jewish people who believe in Christ. Okay. I think that changes it for me a little bit. Okay. In a, in a, I kind of like change. So I like sure. different things. Mix it up. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting just to see. Right. I'm excited. All right. Well, get it going. Come back next Here week. Here go hell come. Here go hell come. So batten down your hatches. Yep. Guard your loins. Guard, guard those loins. <laughs> and join us next week on Lux the, the podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux the podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux the Podcast is produced by Stephen Antonio, and you can find him at stephenantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at lux underscore the podcast. <laughs>